There are many privileged moments we are blessed with as clergy, as deacons, priests, and now I experience as a bishop. And one of those is being at the deathbed of someone who is near death. We're celebrating the funeral. Just today, I was blessed to celebrate the funeral of my 92-year-old, one of my 92-year-old aunts. It reminded me of the great gift of faith that has been passed on to me through my family's witness. But faith is a gift from God. And some of us are more easily able to receive faith. Sometimes we have obstacles as human beings that get in the way. And we can begin to believe other things. We can give up on God. We can have disbelief in God. Of course, in the world today, we can even be agnostic, meaning we can't know if there's a God or we can't say that there isn't a God. We just can't know. One of those memories I remember as a priest, I was called to the bedside of a man who through his journey of life ended up being was either agnostic or atheistic. Agnostic, again, is someone who can't prove or disprove that there's God. They don't know. An atheist is someone who does not believe in God, rejects God. And he had a very devout Catholic wife. And oh, how she prayed for him that he would experience God. I was surprised to get the call to come to pray with him. But as I gathered with the wife and the children, the wife shared with me that he had a near-death experience. And when he was awakened again, he said to his wife, I was mistaken. There is a God. Call the priest. What a privilege it was to go to his bedside and to pray to his beloved wife, who prayed so diligently and witnessed so beautifully to me in the parish she came alone to Mass, of living her faith in a vibrant way and asking God for great things for her beloved spouse, who again was either agnostic or unbelieving. We all will be put to tests in life, whether it's faith, hope, love, in many different aspects of living out our faith. We heard in our gospel reading today, even Jesus was testing the apostles. We heard the story, of course, as they were gathered and there was this large crowd. Jesus saw the large crowd and said to Philip, where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him. God tests us all in matters of faith. The question is, when the test of faith comes, how do we respond to it? There are many obstacles we have as human beings, and sometimes those obstacles can come because we become very disillusioned. We may have been praying for something and it didn't happen, and we give up on God, or somebody does. For some people, faith is so hard because of the way that their brain functions. It can be very cerebral right? Everything's black and white. And so sometimes in thinking that way, if I can't see it, if I can't touch it, if I can't prove it by natural things, I don't believe. 
And it can be a tremendous obstacle to receiving the truth that there are realities that are spiritual, faith being one of those that God wants to give to us. We see this beautiful correlation in the readings today where there's disbelief. In our first reading from the book of Kings, here is Elisha. He is the man of God, and he has a very similar thing that he says. Elisha said, give the people to eat. Give it to the people to eat. These were the 20 barley loaves made from the, fresh, from the first fruits and the fresh grain of the year. The servant objected. When we looked at it from natural reason, the servant was realizing we can't feed all these people with this little food. But of course, there's a miraculous thing happens through the prophet Elisha. And not only was there adequate food, there was more than enough. They shall eat, and there shall be some left over. And when they had eaten, there was some left over, as the Lord had said. This beautiful example from the prophet Elisha prefigures what would happen when Jesus would come. We see that very commonly happening in Scripture because Jesus came to fulfill the Old Testament. He comes, of course, and has a very similar experience where he's testing the people. And even this is a prefiguring of the eternal banquet, the Holy Eucharist that we are about to celebrate in just a little bit, where ordinary bread and wine is changed into the body and blood of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And yet today in the world we live in, so many do not believe. Some who formerly believed no longer believe or question or doubt. Maybe they wonder. Maybe they've never been fully informed. We know from Pew Research back in 2019 that it's only about 30% of Catholics that believe in the real presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. How is this possible? Because it's easy to take something for granted. It's hard to be able to move beyond the limits of our humanity if we move to hold it. I can't see it. I can't see or experience the change. And so it becomes very, very difficult for some people. For others, they want to define it in a different way than how Jesus himself revealed it. This is my body. This is my blood. And that's the gift that you and I will receive today. So as we come forward, we may be in different places in our own growth of understanding of the Holy Eucharist, our appreciation, our love for, our reverence for the Holy Eucharist. And only for us, we might experience that in our families, in our neighborhoods, our parishes, our country, and our world. We see that amongst leaders, whether it's in the world, in our country, or other places where there can be challenges in receiving the fullness of what the Holy Eucharist is and to honor it as it is. This is my body, this is my blood. And that I must repent of my disbelief or other sins of my life that are of a serious nature so that I can approach the Lord in humility. In those beautiful words that we hear 
from Scripture, from the centurion, when he has faith in the power of Jesus. And yet he says, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word, and my son shall be healed. Notice how in our own liturgy, as we come forward, as we prepare for the Holy Eucharist, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof to me, but only say the word and I shall be healed. My brothers and sisters, let's pray for each other, especially in the ways that we or our family members, other Catholics or people throughout the world may struggle with faith, may have gotten distracted by the things of the world, or have bought into other beliefs to be agnostic, atheist, or some other way of thinking other than what God has revealed to us. And let us come forward with the confidence of the Lord that in our struggles of faith, hope, love, whatever it might be, God will strengthen us, but we must choose it. And in that choice to believe, we come to discover, like the man did on his deathbed, I was mistaken. There is a God. How merciful God was to him, how merciful God is to us, as he understands our struggles and that of others, and yet how we get to rally together and help each other to receive the truth and the fullness of the gospel. This is my body. This is my blood. And remember that the Lord is the one who makes us worthy, even as we ourselves are not worthy to have him under our roof. He makes us worthy because of his mercy and love.